You're listening to Very Loose Women. You are tuned into Very Loose Women live on Resonance 104.4 FM, or maybe you're listening on the podcast. I am Nikki, and I'm very happy to be joined in the studio by Leo. Hi. Soila. Hello. And our special guest today, musician and activist Jelly Cleaver. Hello. The song you just heard was Yarlswood, which is one of Jelly's songs. Um, so later on, we'll be talking to Jelly about music, activism and the Freedom of Movement party that she's organising for this Saturday. But first, celebrations and frustrations. Who's up first? I feel like Soila should start. Uh, well, I'll celebrate an, a little break I had, um, which was a way to Budapest, is how it should be pronounced. Um, so I'm just going to celebrate that little break but i'm also incredibly pleased to be back home so um celebration of home yeah i'll celebrate a break but also more so home um my celebration is so this morning i woke up and i always wake up and go on my phone i'm one of those people um and i saw that except there's this guy that i follow because i'm really interested in research around tax havens I've been following him for like a, a few years. Um, so he, he's always tweeting about like different legal ramifications of tax law and, um, and you know, how big companies don't pay tax and how like various wealthy who, individuals who said said gentleman. Well, because of what followed it. Blah. Okay, um, so, continue. So anyway, um, he tweeted, I wrote this book. Does anyone want to read it? So I'm like, hold on. One of the people on Twitter who I love, like, all of their tweets has written a fantasy novel. Obviously, I want to read this. So um, uh, I said, I emailed, I, like, messaged him, and he sent me his novel, and I started reading it this morning, and oh, I'm really enjoying it. Nice. So, and I had a little chat with him about his work. and But we can't know who this person is. Mm, no. Okay. Yeah. Is it your... I feel like it's a step. It's like an infringement Okay. On his personal liberty. Okay. Yeah. But he publicly tweeted. He did publicly about, about the book. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, you, you really follow know, this person. You? Well, I'll find them. <laughs> they will be found. So you're like the special, one of the first readers of this book, potentially. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big privilege. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. About tax, ha- tax havens. No. So that's the thing. He's like, oh, it's a fantasy. It's fiction. It's nothing to do with my work. Oh. Um, but I was like, because I'm interested in this guy's work on tax havens, I was like, I'm probably going to look because we think the same way. Like, I'm probably going to like his book 
Yeah. And I am Interesting enjoying logic, it. but good. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> cool. Jelly, how about you? Yeah, well, it's kind of a cop-out because we're talking about it later. But I'm really excited about the Freedom of Movement Party. And that's going to be a big-ass celebration. So I'm very happy about that. Yeah, that and is where a and good when celebration. Is this? <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it later. Well, we're top of the show. We can yeah, also talk about show, now. Top yeah. of the morning. Um, it is uh, this Saturday. Um, if you're into the People's March, you can come straight from that. Do a whole activist day. Um, starts at four at DIY Space for London in Peckham. So that's the 25th. Is this twenty third? Twenty third. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> and you can, you can. We're, we're going to be celebrating until midnight ish. So yeah, stay with us. Yeah, we'll be talking more about that later. I'm going to just bring the tone down for one second, um, with a frustration, which is that my mushrooms have shriveled up. And I'm really <laughs> sad about this. Are you growing the mushrooms? Yeah, so I've, I've, um, I've been growing mushrooms. I a, f- a few months ago, I dived into the the world, the very extensive world of mushroom growing. What, uh, I'm what, really impressed. What kind of mushrooms? Um, oysters, <laughs> oyster mushrooms. Yeah, oyster mushrooms. And uh, so, yeah, I was going. I mean, it's a very long process, which I won't go into at the moment because it's yeah, as I say, it's a whole other world. Mm. But I had them all nicely popping up. Put them out yeah. into the light. They were like pop, 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 popping up. And then this week, they've just decided no. They've just decided to like they grow a little bit and then they're like they shrivel back. So they didn't get to their full potential. I did have a few to their full potential, but then the next round was like just Uh, not as good. Do they taste nice though? The ones that I ate, they did taste nice. Good, yeah. So that's good. I mean, the fact that I made one one mushroom is is cause for (laughs) celebration. Yeah, you did it. I, I did it, and I will do more in the future. Anyway, before we get we get lost in the world of mushrooms, um, we have jelly with us in the studio today. So Jelly is a musician and activist. Um, Can you tell us a bit about your music style and how it's developed? I can. Um, So I've been playing guitar since I could hold one, basically. Um, And I kind of started off doing a lot of solo stuff, like voice and guitar, um, kind of folky. Um, But I'm really into jazz, as as it shall transpire. Um, So I've been getting really into the London jazz scene. Um, and I did have a little rock phase as well, of course. Um, <laughs> and also the DIY scene here is amazing. So I kind of live in between the two worlds, which is super fun. Um, and I'm getting more into like geeky music production stuff. So like electronic music and beat making. Um, so I'm working on some, some geeky stuff at the moment as well. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So many different things. Um, your activism is very present in your music. Like mm. we just heard your song, Yarlswood, yeah. which is obviously about Yarlswood Detention Centre. Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell us a bit more about how your activism and your music kind of inform each other? I guess? Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, I guess it's just what inspires you to write. And um, I think a lot of people choose to write about kind of personal relationships. So like. A lot of, but I'm just, I don't want to write a song to my ex, you know. Mm. Like, I get really inspired by, like, um, uh, being an activist. Uh, I want to tell people about that. And, um, and you know, at, in marches and um, at speeches and stuff, I just get so many ideas and I, I turn them into lyrics. Um, so, yeah, it's just kind of being about, because I feel like being an artist, you have to be true to express what's important to you. You have to be true to yourself. Um, and then that, yeah, and activism is what inspires me. So that's why I write a lot about that. 
Awesome. What kinds of activism are you particularly involved in? Well, uh, me and Nikki are actually part of the same activist group. Um, it's called Our Future Now. Uh, it's part of Global Justice Now, actually, and we're like the, the fun London youth branch, <laughs> which is great. And um, it's, it's really great because it's our group is kind of super um, anti-hierarchy, no structures. Um, so if somebody has an idea, they just bring it to the group. So we've done we've done so much, and everybody has their own interests. We're all really um, involved in different areas. So like some people um, are really involved in rent activism. Some people are really involved in climate activism. Um, some people are really involved in justice for migrants, anti-racism, political parties. You know, we, we kind of have done a little bit of everything. And it's really great to just kind of be like, oh, this week we're going to the climate protest, but next week we're doing um, an event showing solidarity to migrants. Mm. The week after that I'm helping out, you know, um, uh, an eviction. And, you know, just it's always really varied. And But it reflects, you know, how you know, how um, it's like joining the dots between all the issues mm. which are happening. That the issues, like, pour into each other. And exactly. that one person's problem is another person's problem. Exactly. They all feed into mm. each other. So it's kind of just just looking out for people, really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, I wanted to ask a bit about, you said you uh, you do a lot of jazz um, yeah. music. And obviously jazz and social justice activism have been linked quite a lot throughout history. Mm. Um What's your thoughts on that? Well, I actually have a lot of thoughts because I did a whole dissertation about it. Wow. Yeah, wow. I did my, my dissertation on... Um, I actually did history as a degree, and I did it on um, the civil rights movement. Actually, it was more of the um, the post-civil rights movement. It's always kind of talked about as Martin Luther King and then nothing. Mm. <laughs> I did mine more on kind of um, 68 onwards, which is when he was the year he was assassinated. I'm also contra- contrasting that to the 40s before the kind of civil rights era. Um, so I was looking at bebop, free jazz, and um, ideas of civil rights and especially about cultural nationalism, which was um, kind of a similar movement to Black Panthers, but which nobody really talks about. Um, so anyway, I can talk... Wait, what is that? I want to know. Cultural nationalism. Yeah. So it was kind of coming out of the African-American experience. Um, it was a very kind of intellectual movement, but it was rooted in community through art outreach kind of um so a lot of their ideas were sorry i'm just going off on one no it's okay <laughs> i put you on the spot there we weren't just going to talk about this tonight sorry so. um planned it but yeah so basically the idea was um you know the music represents the culture was was the idea um, and jazz was kind of the the purest form of the the culture but you know uh a lot i looked at a lot of interviews by jazz artists and um I was trying to find, you know, what they thought about the experience, and because jazz is so um, much about improvisation, and true jazz artists, it's, they express how they feel all the time. You know, they go on stage, they tell you how they are um, through their instrument or through their voice, and um, and so they, you can't not express the times. That's meant to be if you're if you're kind of really rooted into your environment you express your environment you know yeah so um so that's why i think uh, fundamentally jazz is quite a social music um and when it when it's done right <laughs> yeah awesome i was wondering um i know leo and Sawyer, you've also been involved in activism mm. um what do you think about the links between activism and, and music especially um so i'm in a i'm in a a queer punk band 
since I turned 30, more or less. Um, so it's not like a act of youth rebellion, I would say. Um, but it, it's like um, I uh, sort of... I was in a straight relationship until I was about 24 or 25. And when I started, like, spending more time on the queer scene um, and then, like, having more queer friends as well, I'm feeling, like, very well, more comfortable there than other places, and I realised, like, I did kind of have a home. Um, then, like, learning to drum was super empowering, great for my mental health. I thoroughly recommend it for everyone. Um, and then, like, finding a band, it was like finding a little home. It, mm. It's been really incredible. And it just so happened that the music... Um, so their drummer left after, like, I think three weeks. They they had to leave and go to the States. Um and so some of the songs were already written and they were already about um, sort of space for sort of uh, underrepresented queers, so asexuals, bi bisexuals, people who are sort of in the alphabet soup, as they call it, but who kind of get sidelined in actual mm. queer spaces. And so it's, it's, it's super inclusive and it's about kind of feeling great as queer people, which is you know, it's, there's a joy in mm. uh, sort of expressing your own gender and sexuality and it's about coming together and really feeling that. And I feel it's not directly political in the way that talking about Yars Wood is. Like, um, we, we do have, like, more political songs, but the sort of running current is uh, sort of enjoy being yourself and being yeah. inclusive and, um, and in a sense, it's deeply political, I feel. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, like, being solidarity and celebrating your own identity and other people's identity is like one of the most important parts mm. of activism can i just do a quick shout out they're they're really great by the way you should go Thank check you. them out <laughs> yeah soila how about you do you have any thoughts on not necessarily just music but activism in general and how creativity and art can play a part in that yeah um well it seems well uh creativity whether it's art whether it's um, and when I say art, I mean like uh, an actual piece of artwork, sculpture, um, you know, what we would deem in air quotes kind of museum or gallery kind of type things um, or music. It has a, such an important role in activism, but also maybe less obviously activism. So um, I maybe wouldn't associate um, kind of activist music with rap music but a lot of rap music especially um stuff that comes out of america um uh and also all other kind of rap music in france um and here as well um talks about um police br brutality and um the quite prolific injustice and racism within you know our institutions within social systems and things like that and you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, turn around and say, "Oh, that's activist music." But when you listen to the lyrics, it, mm. it very much it talks about these themes. Um, there's group, there's a group called um, Brockhampton who also talk yes. about um, being um, kind of queer men um, and black men as well. Um, although the group is is multiracial, and how in that space, that's something that even just you know talking about this. Uh, these themes can be very difficult and mm. can you you know you're presented with lots of problems and i th i think we tend not to realize how strong um and how uh i don't know not obvious it is um when we when we listen to music or when we uh, absorb art or, or look at it or watch it in films 
um, how we don't, you know, activists also almost had this is this connotation. There's a sort of um, with activism, like when when I've been to protests, obviously, it's sort of like straight on, like this is my message. I'm communicating it to yeah. you. And a lot of music is like that. Like a lot of Iron Brunette songs are like we have an issue with homophobia, obviously. Um, but um, but what what I like about um, the the way of doing it sort of to the side mm-hmm. of saying, like, well, this is my experience. Can you learn from that, please? Mm-hmm. And, like, this is a beautiful piece of music next to it, so maybe it might encourage you to listen. Like, it's not, it's not as um, direct as if I suddenly said something deeply political right now on the radio in speech, um, but it gives an occasion in situations like this to say, well... This is deeply political, but we can yeah. approach it from this angle instead. Yeah, absolutely. And people might have a yeah. better way of understanding it. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I think music and art and poetry and things like that are a really mm. good way of reaching people about issues that they might not have even known that they cared mm. about. But it's like when you get to people on that, it's kind of a different, more emotional level, I guess, to connect with people. And I think that can be a really powerful way of, of approaching issues that are difficult. Like, for example migration um, and borders which brings Mm -hmm. me on to um, my next question for Jelly Mm -hmm. which is about the freedom of movement party that you mentioned at the beginning yeah can you tell us a bit more about this event about the process of planning it what's going to happen at the event yeah it's it's a proper extravaganza so we're going to have a panel with like lots of really exciting uh, important groups talking um, which will be super interactive And we're going to have some workshops um, and then we're going to have spoken word um, by a lot of people who are affected by migration issues. Um, Theatre by um, Fire and Ice. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes. Is it Fire and Ice or Ice and Fire? (laughs) Well, they're very good. (laughs) And then um, I'm going to be doing a little bit of music um, and uh, it's going to be a really great DJ. It's going to be food. Um, there's going to be dancing. I'm going to dance the whole day. I'm going to dance too. Yeah, we've got a routine planned. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) So come for that. (laughs) Um, It'll be really great vibes. Uh, So if you are around on this Saturday in the afternoon and evening, please come down to DIY Space in Peckham. Yes, please do. I think it's going to be a great great event. And um, I think it's really important for for activists um, to kind of have more celebratory events and events that celebrate solidarity because it can be especially when you're doing activism around things like like borders and migration you can get really bogged down with Mm. all of the horrible things that are going on and Mm. it's important to create space to kind of imagine a more positive world I don't know to come together yeah I mean I've been outside uh, I think the one down south Gatwick and um, Yarswood and it's always really um it's it's always really moving when you see movement from inside the detention centres. Uh, so, for example, sometimes they transmit voices from inside to outside. Sometimes um, you can see people waving, say, a plastic bottle or something. And they're like, it is it's worth saying in this context that, that they're locked in this building for an unlimited amount of time without having done any crime uh, because essentially, I mean, to some extent... Um, uh, the government is deciding what to do with them. So, like, that that's basically why they are there. So, um, 
yeah, drawing attention to that injustice is like it's it's deeply sad if you think about it. But then there are these moments where you know where you have communication, where you can come together and see that other people care about this um, that are deeply moving. I mm. think eighty percent of the uh, women who go into Yarswood um, are, are released back into their community without being deported. So um, there's no kind of legal reason for them to be there, um, and that's eighty percent of them. Yeah, yeah, that is a really really shocking statistic. I think that's probably about all we've got time for. Um, Jelly, do you have anything to plug? I want to mention Jelly's new video that's come out recently for her single um, 625, is that that's right? It, yeah. 625. In um, Roman numerals. In, yeah. in Roman yeah. numerals, yeah. Important point, yeah. yeah. Um, so definitely um, check that out because it's just a hilarious video. And it's got one of my band members in yeah. it from my Brunette. Yeah. Interesting, yeah. yeah. All the multi-connections really cool. here. Oh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, do you have anything else to plug whilst I'll, you're on I'll, it? I'll do the standard gig plug. I've got um, my first band gig um, this Friday, but it's in Bristol. Any Bristol listeners? Um, Saturday is obviously the Freedom of Movement party. I'm going to be doing a little music affair. And uh, I am just planning my album launch, although dates haven't been released for that yet. So um, yeah, uh, watch this space. How can we follow you on social media? So luckily I have a very Googleable name. <laughs> So if you type Jelly Cleaver into most devices, um, it will pop up. So I'll, I'll announce everything on any platform. And it'll be linked in the show notes, both for this show and for the radio show. Yep. Yeah. I actually Googled you earlier. <laughs> I know we know each other, but I was just very like, curious to Google you. So, and you are very Googleable. Like You come up a lot. So yeah, Not many jellies. Yeah, exactly. That's really cool. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jelly. Can you tell us what song we're going to be playing out to? So I'm going to play out with 625, which is Six my new single. Yeah. With the freaky video, there's some clowns playing the saxophone. Um, should we do our, our little sign-offs? Yeah, yes. um, thanks so much for listening to Rayleigh Women live on Resonance 104.4 FM. Obviously, our podcast is acast.com forward slash Rayleigh Women. You can find us now on Spotify. Thank you, Soyla, for sorting Yay. that out. Uh, as well as Apple and Google and all of the other places where they have podcasts. So please uh, listen to our archive. Uh, this episode was produced by Nikki. And um, uh, thank you very much to Jelly for coming on. Audio engineering was done by John at Resonance 104.4 FM. And now we're going to play out to Jelly. Yay! Thanks for listening. Good night. Bye. The sad thing is, I know we're in the golden age when hopes get dashed It makes our heart bleed and create waves I have dignity that I cannot see I thank the Lord I am not wise enough to know my place Cause wisdom comes and wisdom fades All that remains is the wind within the mountains And the river waves that lay my ground I stake my claim down the earth beneath my feet will evaporate I kiss goodbye to the last of the dreamers I'm dreaming and seeing you wake up dead But it's no surprise that the sunlight will blind you to the colors in the night And the creatures inside your head Six to five, six to Six to five. Six to five.